Welcome back, everyone, to Coffee Connections. My name is Seth Weiner. I'm your host, and I am your rock Uh It's a little chilly outside, but hey, you know what? It's December, and it should be chilly, because if it wasn't, we'd be complaining. It's beautiful outside, though. I always say this because when I start these, I'm looking out my window, and it's so sunshiny, and it's just great. Um, I've got some uh, exciting news I'll share. Uh, I want to let everyone know that uh, we've got HGA Fundraising is giving us a package, a uh, travel package that we're going to be giving away. And we're going to be doing that on, what's the date? Uh, Thursday, December 17th. Every single organization that we've had on the show is going to be on a prize wheel. We're going to spin it. And on the 17th, we're going to find out who's going to get this prize. It's a travel package that they can then use in their fundraising. Uh, So I wanted to share that with you. And again, folks, please do go to coffeeconnections.live where all of our past episodes live so you can enjoy them. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce our guest. We are going to have today Zenith Houston with Posse. Now, who is Posse? Posse started Posse Foundation. Uh, Posse started in 1989 because of one student who said, I never would have dropped out of college if I had my Posse with me. The Posse Foundation identifies public high school students with extraordinary academic and leadership potential who may be overlooked by traditional college selection processes. The foundation extends to these students the opportunity to pursue personal and academic excellence by placing them in supportive multicultural teams, posses, if you will, of 10 students. The foundation's partner colleges and universities award Posse Scholars Full tuition leadership scholarships. That is just amazing. Now, Zenith is a visionary and inspired leader offering 20 plus years of expertise, driving growth and long-term sustainability for expanding national and local nonprofit organizations. Her background reflects a progressive career with extensive community facing experience. Proven to advance the mission of nonprofit organizations by galvanizing resources and nurturing enduring relationships with donors, volunteers, and strategic partners. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Zenith. Hello, Zenith. Hello. How are you, Seth? Great to be here. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Like you said, it's sunny outside. It's a little bit on the cooler side, but... Uh, it's a good day. Look, it's the day before Friday, so that's great. That means the weekend's yeah. coming. I looked up and I was like, it's already Thursday. That means Thanksgiving was a week ago. That means it like was. December is blowing by already, which I think people are excited about. I mean, you know. I, I, I think folks are eager to get to 2020 behind us, right, and to move forward into 2021. So Absolutely. Well, you know, this is Coffee Connection, so we always start by asking our guests about coffee. Are you a coffee drinker? I am a coffee drinker, and I actually had a um, uh, uh, coffee this morning, but this afternoon I'm actually drinking uh, some chai tea. Ah, what's your mug say there? My mug says, find your voice. It's, uh, it's from Michelle Obama's book tour uh, last year, and so one of my favorite uh, inspirations, so... Uh, it's funny. My my therapist says one says find your inner voice. Yes, that one too. Sometimes <laughs> we have to silence it, right? <laughs> so you are a coffee drinker, though. Are you? Uh, do you like? Your, uh, you prefer coffee hot or cold? I prefer coffee hot. Yeah. All right. I hot friend had a dirty chai, so with espresso and chai. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, do you prefer your coffee uh, pressed 
or drip from uh, drip mostly but i also appreciate a good uh, cup of pressed coffee too all right do you use milk or cream uh lots of cream let's just say i like a little bit of coffee with my cream okay well then what about sugar then no sugar once you put all that cream in it you don't need any sugar that's right that's right final yeah. question do you prefer your beans ground ground or uh or whole beans uh both actually but whole beans where i can grind them myself it's always better all right well that's a lot of coffee information huh it is it is yes but let uh, i'm gonna hand the mic over to you can you tell everyone please about posse yeah, well, I mean, Seth, you did an amazing job in the inter, uh, the opening uh, of Posse, really explaining Posse. Um, you know, Posse has been around for 32 years, I believe now. Uh, in Atlanta, at the top of the year, we will have been here for 14 years. We opened our doors in 2007. Uh, since that time, uh, as of the end of this year, we will have selected over 700 students, and they will have earned $120 million dollars and scholarship to our partner schools. Uh, and as you mentioned before, we partner with the top 100 colleges and universities. And in Atlanta, our scholars attend Bard College in upstate New York, uh, Boston University, Brandeis University, the College of Worcester at George Washington University and Texas A&M. Oh, wow. That's, I've got a lot of questions for you. So let, let me start by like, the students that are involved, when did they get involved? How, At what point in their high school career do they get involved? Yes, the students are typically nominated to us the end of their junior year. Uh, they're nominated to us through their high schools, through guidance counselors, principals, teachers, uh, as well as other community-based organizations that work with um, high school age um, students. And so they um, begin an interview uh, through what we call a dynamic assessment uh, program process, excuse me, that allows us to really identify those um, high achieving top level students uh, through a three phase interview process that begins in August of their senior year. And uh, we select students by December. So uh, as we're speaking, we are in the process of selecting the next class of Posse Scholars that will begin in January. Wow. Now you mentioned partner organizations. So are they organizations say like the Alfonso Johnson, um, uh, what's their, uh, game changers or, you know, is it like specific Atlanta organizations that you feed from as well? Or, or is it so mostly nonprofit community-based organization, um, that serves high school students who are juniors and seniors going off to college uh, are eligible to nominate students for posse. It's a matter of just contacting our office, uh, expressing an interest in becoming a nominating organization. Um, and you can, you know, quickly nominate students during our uh, nominating cycle, which opens in May and goes until early August. That's awesome. So folks, if you're out there and you have students and you think should be nominated right there, posseyfoundation.org, you can go there and find out all that information. 30 something years though, that the organization has been around. That's amazing. I got to wonder, who do we know that has come? Th I mean, you you must have some famous people who have come through the organization now because of uh, you know. <laughs> well, there. I mean, there there are quite a few. We have um, uh, Shirley Colliato, who is the first uh, alum, who's now the president of Ithaca um, mm -hmm. College in upstate New York. Um, we have um, 
Oh gosh, now you have me calling names and, and I'm I'm drawing a brain. Well, that's brain. okay. That's uh, okay. The but manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, is a mm. part of Posse or is a Posse alum. Um, and just a number. I mean, we have over 6,000 alum and not only is Posse in Atlanta, but right. we're in New York, we're in Boston, Chicago, Washington, D.C., uh, New Orleans, Miami, Houston, L.A. Uh, we're also in uh, San Francisco, the Bay Area. Um, and we're now uh, launching virtual posse. So uh, so there'll be an opportunity from students from other cities to also participate in the posse program. So then if someone is in Atlanta and they get us, is, is it? and they they get nominated they get accepted do they then have to go to an Atlanta school or can you they get a scholarship to a partnering school at another state they do they go uh, primarily to the schools for which uh Posse Atlanta partners with and so the uh six partner universities that i just mentioned are the are the ones that our scholars go to in a Posse of 10 and you're the director of Atlanta uh, is there a direct do you direct any other uh, this uh, cities or is it just Atlanta? I don't Atlanta. And that's a significant market for us as well. But okay. um, there's a director in each one of the cities that I just mentioned, including a national veterans program. And how, uh, when it comes to, well, everything, <laughs> do you, does Posse Atlanta work very independently of Posse or is everything very standardized? We don't. We're 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 one organization based out of New York, um, and we work together collectively um, as one organization. I just happen to be the director of the Atlanta uh, office and oversee our program here. And not to jump too far ahead, because I do want to talk about fundraising um, right. here in a minute. But when it comes to funding for the scholarships, etc., is it all going to one lump sum and then split up, or is it? Uh, is it shared like, you know, Lana gets what they get? Yeah, so interestingly enough, uh, the partnership from our colleges and universities, uh, the benefit of those partnerships is that our partner <clears throat> schools provide the full uh, four-year leadership and merit-based scholarship. And so the funds that we raise money for locally uh, provide support for all the other components of our program, including an eight-month pre-collegiate training program. We do four years of a campus program where we support scholars, um, not only once they get the scholarship, but also while they're on campus for the four years, ensuring that our scholars continue to graduate at a rate of 90%. We also have a really robust career program uh, where we uh, have career partners to provide internships and full-time opportunities. Uh, post-graduation, we also have a really uh, robust and growing graduate and fellowship program. So Parsi also partners with uh, several top uh, graduate schools. Uh, so Parsi scholars, uh, once they graduate um, from their undergraduate institution, can go on to uh, pursue a graduate degree at one of our partner institutions to receive a full and or partial scholarship, but they also can, um, you know, go on to compete for competitive fellowships like the Fulbright. Um, you know, I'm proud to say in Atlanta, we've had five Fulbright recipients mm. um, during that time and over 30 uh, or so other competitive fellowships uh, from our students in Atlanta. That's great. So the students don't, do they need to be uh, financially hardship? Do they need to, 
have a, a, a need for the scholarship or is it open to everyone's possibility? They do not. We are a leadership and merit-based scholarship. So we do not um, look at financial mm -hmm. need. However, about 80 or so percent of our students are um, middle to lower income students. Mm -hmm. And I, I love the fact, though, that you stick with them through throughout, because I find that to be an interesting thing. I find a lot of organizations, they put the kids out there, they get them ready, they put them out there, the kids go, and then, you know, like they're just, they don't know how to, they've never had money in the bank account to really manage before. They don't quite manage it well. So do you provide some guidance with um, with some budgeting and, and some financial assistance, management rather? I mean, we, we, we do develop... Uh, some life skills uh, in, in our scholars. So they get that not only through our programming, um, but they also get that uh, when they're on campus for the first two years that they are at one of our partner institutions, they have a tenured faculty mentor who provides that first two years of support. Um, and typically beyond the first two years, that mentor relationship will, will last beyond um, their matriculation at that, that institution. So yeah, there's a makes, lot of support yeah. that they have. We also have career coaches um, that students um, can partner with. So there, there are a lot of layers um, of support for students. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And the fact that you're building tomorrow's leaders, um, when they graduate, are you following back up with them? And, and in, is there any post-graduation programming? Yeah, we are. We also have a really robust uh, alumni uh, network um, mm. that has over you know nearly 7,000 uh, students all over the world, actually. And so each one of our posse cities, uh, we also do follow up alumni activities locally to continue to engage our uh, scholars and alum. That, that makes a lot of sense. And it's going back to the idea of posse, though, you know, where you you have 10 students creating a group together. I imagine that bond's got to be pretty tight. And what are some of the things that, that are done to really develop that? Oh, we go through, you know, doing when they become posse scholars, um, you know, doing their senior year in January, they start out and they go through eight months of our pre-collegiate training program. And so during that eight months, they're working with our trainers on staff, uh, once a week, they meet with their posse, so they're forming group dynamics. We're talking about leadership, academic readiness. We have a writing program um, mm -hmm. that we're continuing to prepare students for. Um, they talk about everything from you know societal issues, some of those difficult conversations that we often as adults find difficult to have. Um, our scholars are having those conversations, and they're learning to respect views that are very different from theirs, um, learning to really um, advocate for themselves, also make sure that their voices are heard uh, in conversations so that when they uh, continue to be leaders on campus and beyond um, our, our, our academic institutions, that they continue to become leaders in the workforce. Ultimately, um, we're looking to change the face of leadership uh, in this country that really mirrors the, the, the diversity um, that exists. Yeah, well, uh, the next uh, the next fold we're going to have is going to take a lot of a lot of work and a lot of a lot of that right there. So you're on point. Yeah. This posse, though, um, are they all going to the same school eventually or is the posse actually just the scholarship? I mean, just this group and then they go to their different schools. Yeah, so we select 10 students and typically there are 10 students in a posse. Uh, so we select 10 students for each of our institutions. And that group, that group of 10 students, 
join an existing community at that school. Of, oh, it could okay. be up to 40, it could be up to 80, 120 other students on that campus. And within that college campus, there is a posse community uh, on, on our respective campuses. And how many students, uh, you may have mentioned this, if, uh, but how many students are getting uh, awarded the scholarships a year? How many, how many p- students enter a posse a year, would you say? Well, nationally, nationally the, yeah. the number is over 700 um, mm-hmm. students who are selected, and that includes all of our um, partner institutions. In Atlanta, this year, we will select uh, 50 students. Uh, in a typical year, we will select 50 students a year to receive the scholarship. All right. Now, scholarships leads us to money. Where yeah. I mean, you have a money tree that you, you grow in water. I mean, how, how, did, how does all this funding work? Listen, Where does it Seth, come from? I'm shaking, I'm shaking trees every day. Um, and so fundraising is a real critical part of the work that we do. Um, and as you hear most nonprofits, every dollar counts. So we, um, we benefit from the generous uh, philanthropic community here in Atlanta uh, from individual foundation and corporate donors uh, who support uh, the work that we do here and help us to raise our um, budget annually. We also do uh, an annual fundraising event, which you uh, highlighted earlier, our Power of 10. And this year we did a Power of 10,000 because uh, the significance of 2020 is that we will select um, in December, our 10,000th scholar nationally. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, that, <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I just imagine like the confetti at the door when the person finds out, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a very emotional, uh, you know, uh, moment for a lot of students because as you can imagine with increasing cost of college and yeah. also just, um, going away to college, um, you know, this, uh, this scholarship and the opportunity can be life-changing um, and transformational, not only for the uh, Posse Scholar, but also their families as well. So a lot mm-hmm. of tears are, are shed between now uh, and, and the going off to college in the fall. And would you, is there a foundation that you've, uh, that has been supportive throughout for Posse throughout the years that, that comes to mind? Um, I mean, there there are so many. There there are almost so many, just yeah. too many to names. Yeah. So, but we have some really great um, supporters here, just in Atlanta, as we do in each one of our other cities around the country. Uh-huh. And I imagine that um, Posse alum uh, tend to be involved in in giving uh, later as as they become the leaders they and are do. successful. Exactly. They do. You know, I I have a phrase that I often say to whom much is given, much is expected. And so we do many of us, many of our scholars do um, come back and they give her their time, their talent and their treasure. So they volunteer. Um, You know, they come back and they speak to other scholars. They volunteer with a lot of our other activities, including career. Um, But they also do donate financially to support uh, posse. Mm -hmm. And And that's fantastic. Yeah. And what about these students that, that got the scholarships were so excited to go to college and live on a live in a dorm and like just like have this life changing experience only to find out now they're going to be at home doing college in the living room? Yeah. You know, 2020 has been um, it, it, it's been rough, but I will tell you that I am very proud of the way that the Posse Foundation is really pivoted. Um, we took everything virtual from our um, right. eight months of pre-collegiate training to 
uh, the selection process of students. Uh, we've worked very closely with our university partners to ensure that um, our students are feeling supported, whether they are on um, our respective campuses or they're here in Atlanta uh, doing distant learning. It has not been easy, but I, what I will say is that um, a lot of our scholars have really persevered and academically are still very strong. Oh, that's awesome. Well, hopefully they'll be going to the whatever normal is. I don't know what that the new norm, but hopefully they'll, they'll no get, to, get that year back somehow. Yes, exactly. Well, that's right. Um, is there anything that uh, that we didn't cover or that we glanced over that you might want to you know, bring back up or share? I mean, I think, you know, that, um, you know, as we go into the end of the year and the holiday season, you mentioned fundraising. Um, and it's so critical. Um, we know that many nonprofits, um, you know, are, are really struggling, but um, the generous uh, gifts of donors, whether it's individual corporations or foundation, uh, really makes a difference uh, to the work that we do in it. it. It gives us the ability to continue to make the impact that we're having here locally uh, in Atlanta, but just across, you know, across the board in supporting our scholars. And folks, you can go to Posse Foundation right there on the bottom there, posseefoundation.org. Great website, by the way. It's got a lot of information uh, and it's clean. And if it's just a, yeah, I, I obviously see a lot of websites. Um, so your website was impressive. Uh, so uh, yeah, folks, please definitely visit it. <laughs> it was, oh, sorry, say that again. I said that it also highlights the number of our scholars and alums. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and your Facebook's loaded with photos. I mean, it was just uh, that that's where I pulled most of your photos from on the intro there. But awesome. it's like, you know, looking at them like, wow, yeah, and everyone's uh, everyone's livid. So, well, thank you so much. We always close our episodes by asking our guests to recommend the future guests. And is there an innovator in the Atlanta area uh, in the nonprofit world that you'd like to recommend as a future guest? Yeah, there, there, there are quite a few, but today I'd like to recommend Frank Brown. He's the CEO of Communities and School of Atlanta, another great organization. So hopefully uh, he'll be a guest on one of your shows. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. I look forward to uh, the email intro. And uh, Zena, thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy, but uh, I'm glad to have this opportunity for you to share about Posse and for me to learn about it. Uh, it's uh, very fascinating, and I appreciate all the work that you do. Thank you. And I appreciate all the work that you're doing to really highlight some really dynamic organizations in Atlanta. So thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, we will be back um, Tuesday. Uh, and on Tuesday, we've got South Arts coming up. And then uh, the rest of the uh, the calendar for December is we got South Arts, the uh, Bremen Museum, Career Up Now, the Jewish Federation. And we close things off Tuesday, the 22nd with Ladies of Flavor. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Uh, thanks, everyone. Enjoy your day and have a great weekend.